Lend us your ears and rejoice now, for we are the chosen of mercy. introduces herself as Kaluk, and she thanks you profusely, but she's got a better strength than all of you, so she can kind of help. If you want to move back towards the entrance and kind of get everyone together. What were their names? Kaluk and... And Hirok is the male centaur. Yeah, Ariel is like in the lead in here. She's like, alright, let's leave. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> Good adventure, guys. <laughs> Good adventure. <laughs> <laughs> was, was that the labor? Are we done? <laughs> if you would like to take the centaurs outside, it'll take a bit of time, but between all of you, you're able to not fall down into the fucking waterfall. Yeah, I would like to get them like out of the waterfall, back out to like the area beside the lake. You're able to do so. And then I assume when you get to the lakeside, you blow the horn. I'll hand it to Kaluk and say, here, Hukar told us that this would summon him to help you when we found you. Oh, uh, thank, thank you. She kind of like takes a deep breath and lets out a clear note, high note. It's a high G, like violin, second finger on the E string, that G, <laughs> which I think is what? Two G's above middle C. The beast G six. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, irrelevant mostly. <laughs> Actually, I lied. Highly relevant. Kyra <laughs> likes the sound. Nefmet will learn to like reproduce this G six perfectly. We'll be able to summon centaurs wherever we are. <laughs> Nefmet takes a very particular note. <laughs> summon centaur. After about a minute and a half pretty quickly, like 90 seconds, you start to hear the thudding of hooves on the ground, and the whole tribe shows up. <laughs> Hukar kind of, like, has a apprehensive look, and then seeing Kaluk alive, and then they, like, greet each other, they, like, kind of charge forward and, like, butt heads, kind of horns clacking against each other. She then kind of says, it's like, he's, he's alive, but injured. Uh, it was horrible. He's like, uh, man. <laughs> he kind of like is very grateful to all of you and says, that, like, if you can get to drive out the rest of the troglodytes, we would be ever grateful for that if you could get them out of our territory. He then says, I, it's a bit early in the morning, but, uh, Come nightfall, sound the horn again, and uh, we'll party under the stars later today. But I believe you have a more pressing trial ahead of you. 
yes. of finally a good reason to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Pukar will then give you all or give three potions of heroism. They're in kind of like large stoppered horns and says that these are made from the blood of our tribe. They are enchanted with the power of the Lord of Storms. May his grace guide you through your first uh, labor. May we have wonderful stories to tell you tonight. But till then, we welcome the powers of any gods or titans. How has Cassandra seemed about this whole rescuing centaurs things, given how we first met her? She is outnumbered and <laughs> is willing to not be a threat. <laughs> there... If you remember, there was like a dozen centaurs that. Well, yeah, were part but of this. I mean, initially when we were in the cave rescuing two injured centaurs, she seems all right. Okay. Going along with what the heroes of the prophecy want, Hestia kind of takes over caring for the injured Hirok, so they kind of slowly travel away, kind of make their way back up the trails back from whence they came. As they're walking away, I would like to just sort of run up behind them and say, "Uh, Kaluk. She kind of turns to look at you. The the one that you saw, like me, she, what, what did she look like? She was much younger, maybe younger than all of you here, like maybe a foal. She had Kind of small horns like yours, uh, and her skin was uh, dark and had kind of like white, almost like stars on it. But she was taken away by the troglodytes. I don't know where she went. Does this sound familiar to me? Make a history check. <laughs> history check? Yeah. Make a memory check. It's a five. It sounds kind of familiar, but it's not coming to you right now. So this doesn't seem like it's necessarily anyone that I'm looking for. It does not sound like someone that you know. Not any of your acquaintances. Gotcha. Then in that case, I will just give a slow nod and say, Ah, yes, I, uh, I see. Thank you. Thank you very much. She thanks you. She's like, no, I, I should be the one that is thanking you even more than I already have. And then it's like, good luck on your exploits. We hope to see you again soon, and she follows the rest of her tribe. I will turn and head back to the rest of the party. I have a question. Do you all want a short rest? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Please give me a short rest. Yeah, so Nehmet will um, pull out his little his lyre and do a little song, and while everybody's kind of chilling, everybody gets an additional d6. All right. Who is carrying the torch that has now burned out and needs to be replaced? I will take out a torch and light it with Goose Flame. Uh, That's a good way to do so. Are you going to carry it or someone else? I'll carry it. Okay. Are you going to be in the back and just let everyone be blind in front of you? No, I guess I'll go first. As you pass Kyoko, we'll go like, whispers to you, I'll keep an eye on them and then winks. Very (laughs) obviously. We're fucking doomed. Let, let me be in front of you. No, don't let the monk be in front. No. <laughs> you see a troglodyte God approaching from the way before. It has 
in its hands like a piece of petrified wood and it's like not looking at you guys and it's kind of like gesturing it forwards towards you as it like takes steps forward wait so it it's coming towards us and like offering us this piece of wood yes it gets on its knees and is like holding it up to you i will advance and i will kind of like violently in one motion just snatch it out of its hand <laughs> immediately as it as you grab it it runs away i think away. we might be their new gods what what is this piece of wood like is it just like a branch it fe- it is like a piece of bark from a large tree so it kind of curves a little bit inward one way and scrawled on it in a very nice cursive is hail heroes i have heard of your exploits and daring from my brood and would like you to come speak with me follow the tunnel that you went down previously signed king let's go meet this guy Maybe. i just kind of read it and i'm dumbfounded and turn out of the rest of the group and like what do you make of the- should we just go free the mine already i'm so confused <laughs> what's going on well, this is definitely a trap right i suppose they they know we're here so we could raid the mine, and then we could yet be kingslayers today. All right, all in favor of pursuing the troglodyte king who has impeccable handwriting, say aye. I, I kind of want to meet this guy. Like, we can probably, if, he, if he's kind enough to send a message to us instead of an army of troglodytes, like... Maybe this guy can be talked to. Yeah, I feel like if we don't go, then he's going to send his army, right? Right, so that sounds like three in favor? Not accepting this invitation will... (laughs) Basically, a declaration of war for this guy, probably. All right, well, Cassandra and Kyra don't get votes, so that's majority rule. (laughs) (laughs) Kyra's like, I'm kind of interested to see... (laughs) Oh, Ato doesn't say that. (laughs) However... I agree with you. Let's go. <laughs> Cassandra, you have a vote. I'd like to see if they this, this sounds more interesting for the epic. Cassandra then kind of talks to you like, we'll hang back over here just in case uh, any more trickery comes out of these tunnels as she gestures uh, to the right. Ator kind of like glances over at Ilva and back at Cassandra. Maybe it would be best if we all stayed together, strength in numbers and all that. Aye, but then if we get flanked, we'll all be flanked. If we're over here, we can come in and make the flankers be the flanked. Sure. What? That was a superbly constructed sentence. It mm-hmm. was speechless. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems as though the danger is coming from deeper within this mine. You're not scared, are you? Me? Scared? Of course not. Insight check. Sure. <laughs> I have a plus like zero for this, so oh, natural nineteen. Nice. She uh might be toughing it out for her men. Okay. I lean towards Ato and whisper in admittedly very simple Elvish. I believe she wants to be the and then I switch back to common flankers <laughs> I see no problem 
with allowing your parties to stay behind to guard the flank. Does that sound equitable to you, Cassandra? Mm, yep, that was the plan all along. I guess if well, no one else has a problem with it, then we'll go ahead. Any, any dissenters to this plan? Going to talk to the frog king. To the king. Yeah. Ilva, you note those two that you pass that are kind of bloody. A couple of things that are the shimmer that you saw in the burning room that are hidden to everyone else. All right. Nice. I will, seeing as how I'm still, I guess, kind of walking up with Ato, I will say we're being watched from the shadows, but quietly. Also, you see there are three kind of larger, like you saw those big troglodytes before that were tougher. These ones are even a little bit bigger than those. At the light, they kind of like hiss at you all and then kind of turn and you can see a lot of little tiny baby troglodytes that are like snapping at what appears to be the body of a Another troglodyte baby that was is oh, being ripped apart and eaten. Well, no more. Oh, that's not cute. Cute anymore. and immediately not cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, they're like the worst species. <laughs> Every new thing we learn about them is worse than the last. <laughs> All right. Well, I assume we're not going to talk to the babies, and I can see like a little bit in here, and I yes. think we're supposed to go here. Uh, if you kind of approach any further than Nefmet or Ato. The two large trogs from the side, they have like rudimentary spears. They look a bit similar to the fishing rods that you had before, (laughs) that you saw before. They'll like cross them in front of you. You can see there's a a throne made of stone that has been arranged. And the troglodyte, if you can even call it that, (laughs) is kind of sitting up there and has like a skull that has been hollowed out. And as, as he, like, swirls it, you can see a drink. He's holding, like, a bit like a goblet. Takes, like, a little sip. Looks down at all of you and goes, mm, Yes, I dare say these are the heroes that I wanted to fetch. Fucking god. <laughs> he has two horns going backwards that have, like, gold caps on them. As well as the spectacles that are, like, pushed into his, like, nose ridge. Well... I'm glad that you received my message and decided to come here. See, I have a job for all of you. This home of mine has been overrun with these dreadful two-headed beasts. You might have seen some of their statues farther down the cave. Yes. Well, speak up, peasants. I I kind of, like, stutter a bit when he calls me peasant. Uh... (laughs) We saw a statue of a two-headed dog before your envoy reached us. We were about to go investigate. Yes, those are the foul beasts that drove us from the forge down below. There is uh, someone that I would like to retrieve down there. She's a great importance to me. We understand your plea. We are also on a very important journey. And we were interested when we met your envoy at the idea that you might be reasoned with. And so we have a proposition as well. If we do this for you, respectfully find a new place to live so that the dwarves and the centaurs (laughs) 
may have mm. access to the mine again, and the prophecy that will keep Thylia from being imminently destroyed can be kept from coming to bear upon all of us. A tall order you make. I'm afraid that I cannot leave this place, but I could be persuaded to work with those who arrive as long as they will share this forge with us. And if they share this forge with you, are they going to end up spit-roasted as well? Uh, Only a couple of them. There must be offerings to be made. Offerings to who? Uh, To me, of course. Ah, I understand. I believe I do as well. See, here's the thing. This needs to be a fully peaceful arrangement. We cannot allow that sort of thing to happen to others. And if you cannot take this path of peace, then I assure you, neither can we. Kind of taking a, a different tone, I kind of like make a, make a hand gesture to everyone else, like stand down a little bit, turn back to the king of the trogs. What information can you give us about the creatures that have invaded the mine? Mm. The large hounds, their bite is filled with saliva that poisons the flesh. We, of course, are immune to it. Obviously, because we are perfect. But you... He kind of looks at Nausicaa and is like, hmm, scales. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your flesh would surely rot away. If you are asking this great task of us, could you give us any information or assistance that would give us an upper hand in doing this for you? Oh, I could send a few soldiers of mine to help. I can spare a few of the hundreds. Is there anything anyone wants to respond to the proposition of sending a couple of soldiers of hundreds? If there's nothing he can do to like give us like knowledge or anything to help, that's honestly what Ato was looking for. If you could like show some strategic information. Oh, if you want to know how to get down there, the path you came from there is a treacherous path. You can climb down the large shaft, about 100 feet, I think. And that's how we get down there, of course. But I believe there's some contraption that those here before use that would allow you to descend in de- the depths. Fantasy elevator. It is, it, it is in fact, a fancy <laughs> elevator. Magic elevator. looks <laughs> like... Anything to help us fight against the dogs? You can just tell us there is an elevator somewhere. Yeah, I mean, he can send some trog soldiers. Mm. The aura would still affect you, but because you're short rested, it's now been enough time that uh, you would have to make saves again. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, you should probably be making saves right now. You'll eventually hit a 15, so you're probably fine. I was definitely planning on get like milking this guy for as much strategic advice as possible, and then just leaping up there and murdering him and assuming control of the Trog throne. But I don't actually know how well that would work. I'm just winging it. Mm-hmm. Nahmet's <laughs> idea was that he was gonna give everybody a look, and then he was gonna turn to the Trog King and be like, you have until we get back to have decided to be peaceful or to move out, or we can't promise what's going to happen to you or your people. And then we can, like, bamf out right after that. Yeah. 
Yeah, but then they'll also see us as possibly hostile. Right now, we're on like kind of a level playing field with them right now. The way I see it, either we act now or we figure something else out. How many trogs are in the cavern at the moment? That you I mean, can according see to the king, four. Hundreds. How many did we notice like coming through? You saw two trogs over here, trog matriarchs, and then mini trog babies who would probably eat you alive in like three rounds. And then... I don't like those odds. Ilva noticed two kind of hidden. Yeah. All right, well, it's sounding like we'd better treat with this guy, at least for now, unless you guys want me to just assassinate the king and assume the Trog throne. (laughs) (laughs) Which is my other plan. And I don't know how well they actually expect the throne, or if they're just like, he's a big Trog, he's one of us, we'll follow him. (laughs) There's a good chance that they don't realize. I do have a question. Have we seen any other troglodytes with horns? Not as large as this one. They kind of have, like, they've got, like, some spines, but, like, these are, like, horns. Full-on horns. Yeah. He looks like a dinosaur. Yeah, it looks, he looks a a bit more kind of, like, almost dragon-like. More, less like a trog and more like something else. Oh my god. What if he's just three kobolds in a big coat? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then he'll be easy to usurp. This this usurping idea is sounding better and better by the second. I have no idea if it's going to work, even if I kill him. Like, I don't know if they will, you know, swear fealty to me because they're fucking lizard people. (laughs) I kind of feel like they won't, but I don't know if Ato thinks that. (laughs) Find a way to casually ask. Hey, so like, hypothetically. (laughs) (laughs) so addressing the king of the trogs i will ask so how did you come into power as the de facto leader amongst these folk i I previously assumed they were just kind of bestial living in this cave i didn't realize there was a governmental structure here oh they all follow me because i am the strongest and the cleverest so if someone outsmarted you they'd become the king Ah, impossible. How how did you prove yourself the cleverest? Oh, with a game of riddles. Ha 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 ha. Oh my god. <laughs> like what? Hmm. He kind of like ponders a bit. This, this is a good one. What cometh harder to catch, the faster that thou runneth? Um, breath. Hmm. Lucky guess. All right. I have one for you. Oh. Uh-huh. This may sound a little odd because I'm translating, but this is one that we used to tell ourselves back where I'm from. Well, then, Jacob has to remember how this one goes. <laughs> <laughs> I live my life without a breath, with beating heart, yet cold as death, never thirsty, always drinking. Clad in scale, but never clinking. Sam was like, is my own intelligence as high as this troglodyte? <laughs> don't you dare, don't you dare Google it. The trog is, is it a fish? Yes, it is. Leans down, ah, that's a good one. It took me a little while. <laughs> what has one eye, but can't see? Is that the only hint? Yes. Um... Everything that Nausicaa has killed so far in point <laughs> 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 
So many corpses. <laughs> well, this is simple. It's a needle. Ah. He kind of like is just eyeing Ilva up the entire time now. Found a worthy competitor. God damn, Jacob, you're just like really good at these. I'm having fun with this. <laughs> My turn. Mm-hmm. Whoever makes me does not want me. Whoever wants me does not need me. And whoever needs me will never know it. What am I? Make an insight check, Silva, right now. Excellent. I'm so good at those. <laughs> 22. You can intuit that he is having lots of fun, but you think he's a very sore loser. <laughs> is it a coffin? I guess I do believe that's the word for it here. Ah. <laughs> How about another one? What runs but never walks, has mouths but never talks, has heads but never weeps, and has beds but never sleeps? Oh, it'll it, like suddenly. I, wait, I quickly put my hand on Ato's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> wait, okay, Sam, can you say it one more time? Because I think I actually figured it out. <laughs> it was like, leave this one to me. I'm just happy that Billy figured one out. <laughs> I'm, I'm not good at me. I would like to whisper in Ato's ear the word for river in Elvish. That's what I thought it was. Oh, I'm so happy. I also say we should probably let him win. And so I sort of step in front of Ato a little bit and say, well, uh, I believe this one is a deer. Ah, you were close. You were very close. But I believe the game is mine. Now, for that, I will send. he will send uh, six of the big troglodyte brutes. Damn. To help you. So, out of character, I guess we're not assassinating him? Yeah. Not right now, at least. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Are you gonna take the trogs? Yeah, I mean, we'll take all the companions we can get, even if they smell bad. Take the trogs. I will say, if you spend some time around them, you become a nerd to it, so you you don't you eventually don't suffer. As long as you don't, like, attack immediately. <laughs> not immediately. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to head back up? I suppose. As you make your way back up the cave, your friends from before are not there anymore. Oh, shit. As you make your way around this corner, this statue that's here on the map is not actually there. Oh, it is God. Oh, hell yeah. I hope they got fucking eaten. Is this some weeping angel shit? As you make your way up here, you can hear some sounds of battle coming from this direction. Oh. You see, as you approach, Cassandra. She is bloody and very much wounded, fighting what appears to be oh, a large two-headed doggo. Doggo. Very big, very savage. She's losing. <laughs> Yikes. Um, Everyone roll initiative. Oh my God. Do we see any of her people? 
with her? Uh, do you? I uh, well, does one oh, of you see wow. far enough? One sec. Oh, thank God! I'm not the worst. Oh, thanks. Nausicaa <laughs> kind of sees further. There's a, a second dog behind her who has just finished ripping the throat out of one of the men. Yep. You also see the lar- uh, body of a very large doggo. Yeah, I see that. On the floor. <laughs> wow, we're in like a really good formation right now, guys. Go us. Yeah. Ato is very happy about this whole like military formation marching order. Oh. This feels like home. Pirate first again. All right. She rubs her hands together and is like, oh, this is getting juicy. And that's her turn. <laughs> Nausicaa, go. All right. Pew. On that one, make your attack roll. I'm taking the minus five. Fuck it. Go for it. That's a 19 to hit. Okay, the 19, that that hits. And I'm going to make it blind. So that's a wisdom saving throw, you say? It's a wisdom saving throw, DC 13. Ah, That is a natural 20, plus one. It is not blind. It still takes two points of brain damage. Two points of psychic damage, and then how much? Uh, 18. And then 18 regular damage. Action surge, I'm doing it again. That's a natural one. Oh, big rip. Unfortunately, you're not able to follow up your first performance. I'm gonna retreat. Is then Ilva's turn. All right. I'm going to go ahead and take the torch that's in my hand and just sort of take the wolf skull, like sort of cover the torch a little bit and pull back. Suddenly, like the flame is the the size and shape roughly of a beach ball. And I'm going to fling it towards the wolf and cast Flaming (laughs) Sphere. All right. It makes bright light in a 20-foot radius and dim light for an additional 20 feet. As soon as it gets to the end of the hallway, going to have it sort of take a sharp turn, and then it's going to slam into the two-headed doggo. So it needs to make a dexterity save. Yup. It is a 16. Unfortunately, that saves. Still takes half damage. Woo! Uh, So that's five fire damage. And that is already have. Okay, thanks. The doggo will move around. That one then bites at Cassandra. Hits twice, barely. Ooh. Ugh. Oh. Cassandra is tackled by the dog, and it, like, one head rips her arm off. The other one, oh. like, just mauls her throat. It then, like, looks up at you approaching Ilva. And like lets out a ferocious bark. It is then Ato, your turn. Well, it is only a measly thirty feet away from me, so <laughs> that's going to be a charge and stab. Oh, there's like a whole room in here, guys. Look, there's like dogs. Oh God, there's so many dogs. God damn it. <laughs> well, that's what I just see in my character. It is time to smack. <laughs> Ato rushes in. <laughs> I love the realization. You move in. <laughs> oh, that's one, two. Oh, no. <laughs> well, yeah. no, because first I saw, like, the big chasm to the left, and I was like, oh, this is, like, an interesting-looking room, and then I counted the dogs. 
Uh, that is a 23 to hit. Yep, that hits. That is 10 damage, max damage. Nice. And fuck it, I'm a little scared. I'm going to flurry already. That's a 19 to hit, 7 damage. And second... Uh, you might want to move to make your next attack. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh, they're squishy. Oh. Damn it, I should not have dropped the key point. Their AC is pretty low. I don't know, can I change my mind? Well, no, I've, uh, already take, I've already started the bonus action. Fuck it. I mean, you would have had to use your bonus action. You can choose not yeah. to spend the key point if you don't want to move and take an attack. Yeah, I'll, I'll actually, I'll choose not to spend the key point and stay back there. Okay. Um, and actually, since I have monk speed, gonna just juke around Cassandra here. Around the fire, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> around Cassandra's corpse. You see, the other bodies are in similar states of ruin. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them were eaten quickly, some of them were eaten more slowly. <laughs> The doggo will bound over and attack you twice. 16 does not hit, and a 7 does not hit. You're able to dodge its fangs. That's about it. Then it is trog people, trog people. They're going to dash. <laughs> trog. It is then this doggo's turn. The doggo runs forward and bites at one of the trogs. It is then. Nehmet, your turn. Nehmet's going to go there. And while he is running past, he's going to look at Nausicaa and say, Two heads, twice as many eyes. <laughs> and inspire her. Remember that D6 is a minimum of two. So at this angle, Nehmet can see two dogs right here. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to cast Bane at second level. He's going to hold up his palm at them. And say, may my blood spilt, spill yours as well. That's a charisma 14 save. Yeah, they, they failed. They have minus two. They are baned. All right, Ariel, you're up. First, these are both dogs, yes? Yes. Okay. They are the doggos. Do a shatter. All right. Yeah. You can angle it so that you can hit the trogs, too, if you desire. <laughs> They're helping us, right? Ostensibly, yes. <laughs> Con saves? Just those two? Yeah. Okay, that's a success. And a 13, does that save? No. Alright, so one failure, one success. Okay. Alright, 16. All right, 8 to 1, 16 to another. Then this one. Target-rich environment. It's gonna go for the one that's already bloodied. These dogs are ripping apart the trogs. <laughs> The one trog that's been bit twice is very low to death. (laughs) It is then top of the round. Kyra. He kind of steps forward and is like, oh, man, I heard about that thing, but fuck, is it huge? She's kind of like pointing at the the big Cerberus corpse on the ground (laughs) (laughs) and goes, man, it's pretty, uh, pretty good. And is just inspecting it. I would like to like turn back to Kyra a little bit as I'm manipulating this ball of fire and just say, you were supposed to be watching those idiots. Eh, you know, I thought they'd get themselves killed. <laughs> uh, it is then Nausicaa's turn. Minus five. All right. All right, natural 18, so uh, 21. Which one are you hitting again? The... the one on the left. Okay, yeah. And then I'm going to use the other arcane shot 
I'm doing going to do grasping arrow. So it takes nine points of poison damage. Its speed is reduced by ten, and it takes two d six slashing damage the first time on its turn. It moves one feet or more. I also do nineteen points of piercing. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Jeez, it's uh, it looks pretty rough. <laughs> Ilva, you're up. All right, I will move up to here. Uh, which is the one that Nausicaa just... The one closest to Ato. Right one closest here. to Ato. All right. Yeah. Then in that case, uh, I am going to uh, use my bonus action to send the fireball, the, this great ball of fire, over Cassandra. And as it gets there, it just sort of like stops midair and does like a U-turn and slams directly into uh, this dog. So it needs to make a deck save. Alrighty. Uh, plus two, 15. Barely makes it. Yep. It still takes damage, I believe. Yes. Seven damage, so three fire damage. Three. Yep. Cool. Bit of chip damage. Man, that dog is in a real pickle. Either it stays there and takes fire damage or moves and fucking dies. Yep. <laughs> And then for my action, I'm going to send a Produce Flame uh, at the same dog. Go for it. Does a nine hit? Unfortunately, it does not. I thought not. Okay, yeah. You hear some of that chicken sound, the bok box. Nasca hears it best from behind you? Gosh. What? No, no. Quack! Oh god, oh fuck. fuck! Oh no! No! The shadow spell may have alerted oh. the horde. Sorry. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> that was their bo- that was their action to dash. Ato, you're up. So with my forty feet of movement speed, can I get over in melee with this one without like obviously I'll incur an attack opportunity from this one, but not from the other one? Can I like go, like, down here and then through the trogs over to here or something? Yeah, seems good. And you get okay. an opportunity attack at disadvantage, okay, I believe. disadvantage. Hell yeah. Using it's my subclass feature. Pretty hot. The The first roll doesn't make it. The second roll... Oh, cool. The second roll was a nat 20. The lower roll was the fucking... What is that? Minus one? 12? <laughs> Minus one. Yeah, make your attack. As I run around and stab this one that has been... Less attention paid to it. That's only a 12. Uh, 12 does hit, though. Holy cow. A 12 is its armor class. I like these things. Uh, That is 8 damage. And after how quickly I dispatched the last one, I'm, like, not too worried about this guy. But I'll attack again. I'm just not going to bother flurrying. Okay. That's only an 8, though. Uh, That does mean... I'm a little too cocky after killing that first one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Matt, read your effect again. It takes 2d6 slashing damage the first time moves one foot or more. Uh, all right. It's going to try to bite it off with its action. What is it? Athletics? Yep. I don't think a six makes it. <laughs> Not. Well. Nice action, idiot. <laughs> what is it? What is yours? A 2d6? Yeah. It's going to take that chance. It moves. <laughs> Yeet. Ah! Three damage. 
Fuck, oh. that's exactly its health. <laughs> <laughs> so you needed me to roll snake eyes. I need you to roll snake eyes. <laughs> it's gonna oh, take the takes... risk. Trog turn. Alright, this one's now dead. And the third trog is gonna use its action to start eating. Oh man, they might just kill this thing outright, by the way. <laughs> oh god, it's very weak. If this thing hits like two attacks, it might kill it. Alright, only one hit. The one in front of you is went from being pretty okay, Ato, to very not okay. <laughs> as the trogs just fucking tear into it. It is the one that is alive. Well, seeing as it's evil, it will try to take down at least one with it. The trog here that was starting to feast, it started to like grab at a bit of meat from the one dog and the death dog behind it just like pounces on it and tears off its head. Blech. Nehmet, your turn. There was one yeah. death dog left. Nehmet will, I guess, enter the room. He looks at the, the last death dog and he's like, you'd think with two heads you might be smarter than this. And he casts Vicious Mockery. <laughs> what type of save is that, Wisdom? Wisdom 14. That is a 19. That's oh. good. It just like Woofs at you with a mouth full of troglodyte. Ah, <laughs> um. uh, so you're too stupid to understand me anyway. <laughs> Ariel, your go, unless Nehmet has a bonus action. Nehmet does not. Okay. Do you want go up? Yep. Alright, then do a firebolt. Go for it. That's a 16. Roll damage. 10. And it is incinerated. The last one. Dead. Combat over, right guys? Yeah. Right guys? I'm back! <laughs> Kyra kind of turns around <laughs> and is like, Hey. Hey, Nausicaa. Yeah. What do dogs eat for brunch? Uh. Ruffles. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yep. On a more serious note, there are four large murder chickens that are coming from behind us. I'm going to go into that area and then go pew. <laughs> yeah, make your attack roll. You're fine without the fucking cover. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say I was going to make the minus five. That's a uh, 17 to hit this one. Yeah, you, that fucking hits. <laughs> They have even lower AC than the dogs. 15 points of stabbing damage. Yeah. Bye bye! Silva, it's your turn. I am going to send my flaming sphere down to here. And I now realize that leaves a lot of people in the dark, but hey, there's no more death dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's that I'm assuming I can hear Nausicaa Whipping? firing yeah. at the, the birds. Death I birds. mean, she fired over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like over your shoulder, over Kyra's shoulder, and shot the bird. Then, in that case, I'm going to go down to right around where Kyra is. Oh boy, I'm going to use my action to take the wolf stole. Off of my shoulder, place it over my face, uh, wrap the wolf pelt around me, and wild shape, in, wild shape into a wolf. 
Hot. Nice. Wolf in the chicken coop. <laughs> Pretty good. A cock, it like leaps in the air at Ilva. <laughs> Oop. This, the injured one also leaps in the air at Ilva, and the other ones leap behind it. Does an 18 hit your dog form? An 18? Yeah. Okay, an 8 does not, though. That's one hit. Your dog form takes four piercing damage and four make a constitution damage. saving throw. Also, make another constitution saving throw for your flaming sphere. Okay. First one is not for concentration. Okay. That is a, an 11. All right. You are fine. Make a con- okay. concentration saving throw check thing. Okay, concentration. Oh, that's a 10. Just barely. Just barely. You're good. All right, Ilva's fine. There are many birds. It is Ato, your turn. I mean, I assume I heard the loud cockatoo thing happen. Yes, correct. So I could get here, but I would still be in the flaming sphere. I now realize that that is like the worst possible place to put the flames. <laughs> but hey. But I'm going to drop a key point on some step of the wind and dash and or magic monk leap over. Well, actually, okay. So step of the wind, I get to double my jump distance. Okay. I have just moved at least 10 feet so I can use my long jump. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 12. So then if it doubled, that's 24 feet. So I can easily make it to the other side of them. Can I just leap over them? You will take two opportunity attacks at disadvantage, but you can do so. Sure. They can try to attack me as I fly over them with my shield. Gracefully fly. Oh, roll another 18. Damn it. Ugh, they fail, both of them. Damn right. (laughs) Are either of these two in the back damaged? No, both are undamaged. You have one attack. Choose wisely. Only one. How lame. The one that's, I guess, a little bit closer to me, that's a 13 to hit. Yep. Oh, damn. All right. Yeah, they have worse AC than the dogs. That is eight damage. Ilva, there's like a a monk that like just leaps over you. Kyra goes, holy shit. <laughs> Ilva, you hear nice. from behind you like footsteps and then right next to your head, you see my spear like come down into the ground. You see me like pole vault over you. Yes. Using your shield to block two of the cockatrice attacks. Yes. I like spin through the air with my shield below me. That is it. The trogs will continue to feast. Nom 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 nom. They're eating the bandits. They're eating the death dogs. They're eating their own dead one. Nehmet, you're up. You know what? The flaming sphere is doing more harm than good. If I hear Netmet coming up behind me, I'm going to just drop concentration. All right. All right. In that case, Nehmet will be here. And he will shout out, Does anybody smell fried chicken? <laughs> cast vicious mockery on this one. Not one. You dog. That's going to be a d4 plus nothing. Three damage. Ariel, your go. Let's do magic missiles. I've never done that. All right. Which ones are you hitting? Because I do nothing. I'll do one for each. Okay. So that's a D4 plus one for each. All right. Two, three, four. (laughs) 
bang, 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 Kyra will kind of, like, roll over to NetNet, kind of, like, elbow you in the side and go, hey, why did the chicken cross the road twice? Why? He was a dirty double crosser. <laughs> and that counts as the song of luck for everybody. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> I fucking love this so much. <laughs> Nausicaa, you're up. I'm going to go ahead and do a solid whip into that one. Yep. And I'm going to take the minus five because, you know, ooh, that is a 15. Mm-hmm. Okay. Note. Yeah. It has 10 health left. Ah, uh, nice. Uh, I do an, an additional six damage to it. <laughs> it is super dead. <laughs> Mega dead. You take more eyeballs. Ilva, you're up. Woof. Woof, woof. Well, unfortunately, I no longer have pack tactics. Thanks, Kyra. <laughs> Look, Kyra's not a dog. She doesn't know what she's doing. I appreciate Kyra so much, but I think at this point, Ilva hates her. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna bite? Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna use my song of luck because I rolled a three. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a 14. Yep, that hits. Ooh, maximum damage. 10 piercing damage. Alright, and then it makes a save, right? Yep, strength save. Ooh. Two. It's prone. Yep. Alright, well, unfortunately, it's their turn next. So, the cockatrice will get back up. And will bite at Ilva. Oh, that's not gonna hit. Uh, it misses. And then the next <laughs> two will bite against Ato. No, stop rolling ones. No, don't do that. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. They're flanking. It's not advantage, but it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> I'm going to give them... Okay. Everyone okay with this rule? Plus two on flanking. Eh? Okay. Sure. Sure. Okay. <laughs> not full advantage, but it's still there. And these things are kind of smart. They're chickens. It is Ato, your turn. I will stab at the one between me and Ilva that I can stab. Yes, that one is more injured than the other. That is a 10. Miss, unfortunately. I'm going to stab it again. again. Once more. Oh, that was a 19. Ah, your spear goes snicker-snack. Uh, that is 9 damage. It is still standing, but it's pretty weak. It went from fine-ish to bloodied, and also bad. The trogs in the room are going into a, a feasting frenzy. They will opportunity attack anything that leaves their space, even if it's friendly. Oh, yikes. So, hang back if you value your flesh. Nefet, you're up. I think he's just going to go for another jab. Look out, we're going to pluck you or something. <laughs> You're gonna get re-plucked! That one wasn't as good. That's a 17 to save. Oh, damn. Well, okay. I suppose he will just say, Okay, well, Eto, pluck him real good! And inspire Eto. <laughs> Thank you. Ariel, your turn. I'll just magic miss again, because why not? That was fun. Oh, that's a five, and a four, and a five. 
I'm all right with that. <laughs> all right. The one in front of Ada is very nearly dead. Well, get him. I just Bye. want to turn one person to stone. I don't have another chicken joke up right now. She's like, oh, hey, Ova. You're a good doggo, and she'll pet you. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's Nausicaa's turn. <laughs> it is at this point where I would like to remind people that my head is entirely made of skull. She pats the skull. Nausicaa. Yeah. Spear one. I'm going to shoot the furthest one. Go for it. <laughs> Taking the minus five. Okay. That is a 13. Yep, it hits. <laughs> uh, that's going to be 17 points of piercing damage. Yep. All right, that one went from barely injured, from literally a magic missile, to as de- almost as dead as the one in front of Ato. All right, Ilva, you're up. All right, I am going to bite at the uh, cockatrice right in front of me. Mm-hmm. You got advantage now, don't you? I do. <laughs> oh, thank God I have advantage. That is a 17 and a 1. <laughs> good, good, good pat. That is 6 piercing damage. That is just enough. Yeah, you just, like, rip the waddle off and then, like, rip the throat oh. out with it. And then I'm going to walk over it and get right next to this one. Yup. Yup, 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 yup. Alright. They will continue to try to flank Ato. Come at me. Fuckers. A three and a seven. Nice. That doesn't help me turn Ato to stone. Why? (laughs) (sighs) You're up. Get your revenge. I don't even care anymore. I'm leaving. (laughs) First attack against the north one. And I get the flanking, which is probably good. That turns it into a 15 to hit. You would hit either way? That's max damage for 10 stabbing. Yup. You gonna go for the double? Is it, it's dead? Alright. Bonus action, I'm just gonna like pull the spear out of the guy in front of me and just, with the butt of the spear, smack it into the one behind me. That's a, a big number to hit. Natural mm-hmm. 16 with some other stuff, probably. And You would need a minus 5 to miss. Seven stabbing. Oh, you got the double. Okay. I think that's all of them. I think that's it. Uh, do you let the troglodytes finish feasting? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't give a shit about Cassandra. Does anyone else give a shit about Cassandra? No. Yeah. Not, uh, not particularly. I will unwild shape and... I will use produce flame to burn whatever is left of the bandits. You can you can burn up the bandits and sacrifice them. You can get the body parts. <laughs> the trogs like move forward, come up here, and smash the statue. As kind of a mock offering when he immolates the bodies, I'll like flip a single silver piece in for all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Kyra is just like poking at the chicken. He's like, I wonder what it tastes like. All right, the troglodytes are very full and very happy. They are totally okay with kind of just chilling out till you figure out what to do. In this room, now that you all have a time to take a rest, this massive hall is supported by a series of pillars 
uh, many of which have been broken. You can kind of see the shit all over the place. It's a mess. Dwarves have not cleaned it up. Uh, the corpse of a gargantuan three-headed dog is splayed out in the center of the room. Several two-headed dogs were chewing away at it and a lot of the former bandits. There are skeletal remains of dwarves that are scattered all over the place. Under the big Cerberus, around the area, just remains. Lovely. So these were not Cerberi, but this big thing is a Cerberus. Oh, yes. If you kind of clear the bodies away, <laughs> it's much easier to see. <laughs> There's the third doggo head. Who's a good boy? Big dog. Over here, I think you can see. Do you see, like, lines in the stone? Yes. Okay. That appears to be, like, a kind of, like, door. You don't really see a handle, but it exists. As you look around, you can see all of these broken beds everywhere. Did any of you go by the the deep shaft? As you look down... Uh, the stonework tunnel ends at the precipice of a huge natural rift in the earth. The rocky ceiling is only 20 feet above you, but the rift drops away into a fathomless, deep, black depth. Veins of silvery ore can be seen in the sides of the shaft. Ancient mining equipment lines the walls, but the wooden platforms and walkways are rotten and unusable. Chains are attached to the ceiling of the shaft and a pulley system that used to lift ore from the depths. Many of the chains are rusted and many are broken. The area around you has been scored by gouges in the stone, as if some giant claw once reached out of the pit. Neat. You can also kind of see, this is perhaps the, the shaft that the king mentioned how they crawl down. <laughs> the troglodytes. How they used to get down to the basement. And just sort of look over the edge and say, huh. Well, that's <laughs> unnerving. Just lots of deep, dark blackness. The voice of God appears over your shoulder and goes, don't try it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we weren't planning to, Kyra. It's okay. (laughs) You would fall for like a minute? A while. I was about to say, I want to drop a rock down there. Yeah. The sound does not reach you for a bit. (laughs) Kyra kind of knocks at the door and is like, you know, I think this is where we're supposed to go. She kind of, like, knocks at it a bit, and then it, like, the stone kind of slides outward. I will describe the elevator to you. This room appears to be some sort of dwarven elevator. It is a ten-foot metal cube crafted from bronze with leering dragon heads engraved into the walls. The dragons are depicted with snarling mouths, and I think that's where we'll leave it off. (laughs) 